Early breakfast on 702, your number one news and talk station. Women and girls risk unsafe abortions that can lead to serious health complications and even death due to persistent barriers to legal abortion services. This is according to research by Amnesty International and the Women's Health Research Unit of the School of Public Health and Family Medicine at the University of Cape Town. The briefing published today uh, highlights how despite South Africa having one of the world's most progressive legal frameworks for abortion, many women and girls, especially Especially uh, those in the poorest and most marginalized communities struggle to access safe abortion services. And just so you know, the Choice of Termination of Pregnancy Act uh, of 1996 came into force on the 1st of February 1997. So today is officially the 20th anniversary of this act. And the act gives women and girls the right to have an abortion on request until the 12th week of pregnancy and with certain conditions before the 20th week. legislation has been credited for advancing women's health and rights. On the line to chat to us about this issue is Louise Carmody, thematic researcher from Amnesty International. A very good morning to you and thank you so much for joining us this early. Hello, good morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, so um, why is it that there is still such a stigma and such a negative ideas attached to abortions when the laws are in place? Thank you. So one of the um, main uh, motivators to highlight um, and release the briefing today was to point to the discrepancy between the progressive legal framework that the the law provides in South Africa and the reality for many women and girls that they can't access the services. And as you highlight, stigma um, is a major driving force of that. And one of the ways that it's playing out that we've highlighted within the briefing is in the barrier that um, the government has failed to regulate a practice where health professionals um, opt out of providing the services. So it's known as conscientious objection and um, it has a severe impact on the availability and accessibility of the services. Um, But human rights bodies, for example, the African Commission on Human and People's Rights have consistently um, reminded states that they actually have an obligation to target the abortion-related stigma and stigma related to reproductive health. Um, So what this briefing tries to do is look at the barriers that are documented in terms of access in South Africa and link those to the guidance of human rights experts within United Nations um, committees, but also the African Commission on Human People's Rights, and then make recommendations um, in, in those regards to the government. So what more can be done? So this briefing is very much addressed to the National Department of Health, but everybody has a role to play in reducing stigma in relation to abortion. And we're hoping that by highlighting the human rights aspects of abortion, that will help um, underline the the rights-based approach that should be taking place, both in the health facility and in the broader discourse around abortion. Um, the, the bottom line is that access to safe abortion saves lives. And in South Africa, that's been demonstrated in the vast reduction of maternal deaths, pregnant women dying, um, reduced by 90% since the act came into into force 20 years ago. Um, But there are concerns by medical experts who monitor maternal death in South Africa that the prevalence of illegal providers may actually be driving up the the maternal mortality rate again. So it's really vital that... um, the act is fully implemented and that women and girls' health and their lives are protected to the foremost degree. 
Do you think that um, the the legal providers and health workers still possibly take it personal and uh, put their own issues to the fore when they're supposed to be doing their jobs and sticking to their oaths? Because right now, like we say, they have a an obligation to do what they're supposed to do legally, but um, they themselves are also putting on the stigma beyond society. Um, I think yes, exactly that. That and um, in part, the briefing argues that the failure to provide very clear guidelines around what health providers are able to do under both the Act, but also the rights framework and the Constitution in South Africa, um, is is helping to provide a lot of um, uh, misinformation, so that there is ambiguity around what health providers can and cannot do. So in terms of um, perpetuating stigma, that's um, a massive problem. And what's happening is that um, there's a breakdown in the referral processes at times so that um, under the Act, the only people who would be able to really um, opt out of providing services are the medical professionals who are able to provide an abortion. Mm. So it doesn't actually apply to anybody else working in a health facility. But what um, Amnesty International's research and findings um, in the briefing from the Women's Health Research Unit indicate is that the whole process in terms of access to abortion, in terms of referrals, um, is really suffering because of the failure to provide clear guidelines around the limits of what conscientious objection implies. And it's not okay that um, in a rural community, for example, um, there's absolutely no access to termination of pregnancy Mm, services. mm, mm. How can people get in touch with Amnesty International? So we have um, a website, and that's probably the easiest way, and the briefing will is online, um, and um, it's www.amnesty.org. And we have a Southern Africa regional office where I'm based in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. um, and our details are also on the website. Um, so we'd obviously welcome people to, to contact us. And Amnesty is actually a member organization, so we have over 7 million members and supporters worldwide. And the focus of our organization is to campaign for human rights. So in releasing this briefing, we're emphasizing that abortion um, is a a human right. And we're emphasizing the guidance of human rights experts um, who help guide the implementation of different international human rights laws mm, um, mm, mm. so that we can sh- we can show that this is an issue that we need to campaign on, that people need to show support for. Yes. And it's a fundamental component, obviously, of women's rights. Uh, Louise Carmody, thematic uh, researcher from Amnesty International, thank you so much for your time this morning on the Early Breakfast Show.